0: Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. Come on. We thank you for your goodness to us. Our undeserved favor that you've put on our lives. Come on, your mercy and your grace that, that empowers us. How many have felt the presence of God empower you? the empowering presence of God. We thank you for your grace that empowers us. God, I ask that today you would send a word to us. I ask that you would anoint me to say what I'm supposed to say. And God, I ask that it would produce fruit in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Everyone say amen. Amen. We're going to be all over the place, but um, we'll be in Acts 3, and we'll also be in uh, Colossians 1. So Acts 3 and then Colossians 1, uh, among other places. But um, I was on the way to church this morning and a song was playing, and there was a line in the song that I I, I was driving, so I was being a responsible driver and and not writing notes in my phone, and so I was like, Josiah, type this phrase in my phone, please. And here's the phrase, there are no empty spaces when he moves. And I heard that line, I was like, ooh, there are no empty spaces when he moves, How many of you have ever made the statement or felt it, I feel like I don't have anything to give? I feel empty. I feel exhausted. I feel worn out. Here's the word of the Lord for all of us. There are no empty spaces when he moves. When he feels something, he feels it completely to the point of overflowing, And then when he begins to overflow, he expands the capacity and fills it more. And then expands the capacity and fills it more like the new wine skins. (laughs) Y'all good? (sighs) There are no empty spaces when he moves. How many saw through the Gospels when Jesus would say something, he would heal somebody, he would deliver them, he would raise someone from the dead, he would do this miraculous thing for them. He would often say to them, your faith has been seen, your faith has made you whole. Everyone say whole. See, we, faith is a response to God. Did you know that? Faith is simply responding to the authority, to the majesty, to the power of God. So when Shagun was talking about Jesus being compelled into the wilderness to be tested, his faith responded to his father. And he, by faith, went into the wilderness to be tested. And then he was filled in the fullness of the Holy Spirit when he left the wilderness. Because when we respond to the Lord, he fills us. And there are no empty spaces when he fills us. When we just simply respond to him, he fills us. And when he fills us, it's not like these bags of chips we get these days with the, with the inflation going on, right? Like, man, I was like, dude, I used to get I, I, a lot of chips in this bag. And then less and less and it's like more air now, right? That's not how God fills something and calls it full, the Lord would call that dishonest scales. <laughs> he doesn't like dishonest scales because when He fills something, He fills it completely until it overflows and then He expands that container's ability to hold something. He enlarges us. So when we say yes to God and we respond to Him through faith, He fills us. Come on, you're not empty. You're not broken, you're not lacking, you are filled. And guess what, you're being filled. And you are being filled to the point where you overflow. There's always excess in the kingdom. Uh, Bill Johnson used to say this, how many stars did God need? How many galaxies? How much space? How much sky? But the Bible says that He's expanding it all the time because when He fills something, He fills it, and it goes to overflowing. So you're not empty; you're being filled until you will overflow. And guess what? Even when you start to overflow, and you're giving away what He's doing inside of you, the the, the logical mindset says, "Well, I'm empty again." The logical mindset says I don't have anything left. What he just poured in me just poured right out of me. I have nothing else. But no, in the kingdom, he just expands you from the inside out. And now your capacity to be filled to the point of overflowing continues to increase. You are more capable than you think you are. You have more capacity inside of you right now for his kingdom than you could even imagine, any of us. There's no way we could imagine the fullness of Christ that he wants to pour into us, the fullness of God, the fullness of God inside of us. You see, I'm I'm not going to read it, I'm just going to quickly tell the story, but in Acts chapter 3, so not only did Jesus say, your faith has made you whole, it's made you well, it's sozoed you, it's saved you, it's healed you, it's delivered you, you are perfectly whole now. Then they're on their way to the temple, Peter and John are on their way to the temple, and they run across a man who was begging since his birth. And he's begging for money, and you know the story. They're like, we don't have any money, but what we do have. Well, we're not empty. We're full because the Holy Spirit is in us. So we're not empty. We may be empty of the thing you think you need, but we're not empty of the thing you really need. You may think you need money, but we know you need to be made whole. So we don't have what you're looking for, but we're not empty. We're full and we are overflowing. And so they says, we don't have this. And the man, it says, the man looked at them expecting to receive something. (laughs) There's the response. There was the man's faith responding. And guess what his response did? It created a new capacity in him to be made whole, to be filled. And they says, we don't have silver, we don't have gold, but the thing we do have, we give it to you. Yeah. Because we know if we give it away, he's going to fill us and expand us and we have more to give away. And if we give that away, he's going to fill us and expand us and we have more to give away. We never run out in the kingdom. Come on. Come <laughs> on. They said, but what we do have, we give to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Get up. Everyone say, get up and walk. And the Bible says immediately they grabbed him and lifted him up. And his legs were strengthened. And he began to run and dance and leap and twirl and act like a crazy person. (laughs) Why? Because he thought he was empty. Yet, because he allowed his faith, his expectation of something better, because he allowed his faith to be stirred up by these two men, by the gospel that they carried inside of them, something happened to the man. And he was not only healed from being a beggar, he was not only healed from emotional scars and pains. Can you imagine not being able to provide for yourself for all of those years? Being lame and expecting everyone else to carry you around? What that does to a man? And yeah. all those years of less than, of being the bottom of society, of being uh, needing other people to see your just daily needs met, all of that in one second, because he allowed faith to be stirred up, changed, and he was never the same again. And the Bible says that as he went into the temple, everyone recognized that this is the guy that's been begging there all these days and something happened to him, and he was walking and leaping and praising God because he was made whole. Something happens to us when we respond in faith and we get filled up. There's no such thing as burnout in the kingdom. There's no such thing as getting weary for doing good. In the kingdom. Hello? You act like I just told you a lie. <laughs> it's the truth. If I am getting weary, I need to restir up my faith, my response to His fullness. Amen? <sighs> When you think of Jesus, do you think of the fullness of God living in him? The fullness of God, the fullness of the kingdom living inside of him. In Colossians chapter one, I want to read this. Start with verse nine. Colossians one, nine. For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, Do not stop to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled. Everyone say filled. Filled. This is Paul again praying for his people that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. How many want to know the will of God and just know, just have a knowing that this is his will. Like, I don't know where to go. There's a voice inside saying, this is the way. Walk in it. May you be filled today with the knowledge of his will. Mm. And then he says, not just that, but in all wisdom and in all spiritual understanding. Are you facing opposition? Are you facing questions and problems and trials and things you're like, man, I'm just winging it. I'm doing my best, but I really don't know what I'm doing here. The Lord wants to give you wisdom today, spiritual wisdom and understanding for daily life. He wants you to know what you need to do. It's It's his good pleasure to give us wisdom that you may walk worthy of the Lord. Come on. Fully pleasing him. It pleases him for us to walk in wisdom. That we may be fruitful in every good work and increasing. Do you hear that? So we, are, we want to be filled with the wisdom of God, the knowledge of God. But then it is also an increasing knowledge of God. It doesn't stop. Come on. It's perpetual, it's exponential, it doesn't stop, it continues to expand. That you may be strengthened with all might, amen? According to his glorious power, for all patience, whoo, I need some patience. For long-suffering, self-control, with joy. How many want some long-suffering with joy? I love that song, there's joy in the house of the Lord, that makes you smile, right? I want to have self-control and long suffering but with joy. Where I'm actually, this is all right. I can do this. Instead of oh my god. <sighs> I can't do this. This is too hard. Okay, if I can do it for 5 more seconds, I can keep going. Count to 5. Okay, if I can do No, with joy. Yeah. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us. Everyone say qualified us. Qualified us. What did he qualify us for? Be <laughs> to be partakers What? Of the inheritance of the saints in light. It has been predestined before the foundations of the world that you and I would become partakers of the inheritance of the kingdom of light. He has delivered us. Everyone say amen. He has delivered us from the power of darkness. There's no wisdom in darkness. There is only weariness and drudgery and pain and suffering and darkness, but he delivered us from darkness. He delivered us from the emptiness of darkness, the void of darkness. He delivered us from it and he brought us into the kingdom of the son of his love. Ah. And we have redemption through his blood. And the forgiveness of our sins. Everyone say, thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you. <laughs> for the forgiveness of our sins. Washing us white as snow. Come on. And then verse 15. He is the image, come on, of the invisible God. Yes. The firstborn of all creation. For by him. All things were created that are in heaven and that are on the earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him, Amen. that the kingdoms of this world may become the kingdoms of our Lord. That's our prayer. And then verse 17, it says, and he is before all things. He is preeminent. There's no one ahead of him. There's no one next to him. He is preeminent. He is before all things. And in him, all things exist and consist. Come on. And he is the head of the body, the church. What's the body? The church. And he's the head of the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have preeminence. Amen? Let's keep going. Listen to this verse, verse 19. For it pleased the Father that in Jesus all the fullness should dwell. dwell. All the fullness. Everyone say all the fullness. He fills us and keeps filling us. And then he expands our capacity to be filled because all the fullness of the the kingdom of heaven, of the kingdoms of this world, it all lives in Christ Jesus, the head of the church. And by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, having made peace through his blood. When he says, that it pleased the Father that the fullness would dwell in Christ and that he would reconcile all things to himself. What he's saying there is that he would bring unity to every lost son and daughter, every prodigal, every person who has strayed and who has walked away from the the glorious light of his kingdom and has lost themselves into darkness. He's reconciling through his blood all of us. He's bringing us back into a family. He's saying, Yeah, I know you've been hurt. I know you've struggled. I know you've been through pain. Maybe you had a hard season, but we're bringing you into the family of God because the fullness of God not only is going to dwell in Christ as the head but it's going to manifest itself through the body of Jesus Christ, which is us, the church. Because we are seated where? In, everyone say in Christ. So if I'm seated, that that speaks of authority too. If I'm seated in authority in Christ, And if Christ has all power and authority, and if the fullness of God dwells in Christ, then if I'm seated in Christ, then guess what else is flowing through me? The fullness of the kingdom of heaven flows through me. And if I look at any area of my life and say, well, I guess that place is off limits. No, there are no empty spaces when he shows up. Isaiah 6 says it like this, that the train of his robe filled the temple. And you know this, you've been around long enough to know that when it says the train of his robe filled the temple, the picture, the imagery, the actual word used is, is it filled the temple and it continued to fill it. So that when God allows himself to, be ma- to, to make his home inside of us, to dwell in us, then he brings fullness with him. And if he fills us, he continues to fill us. And we will overflow and we won't run out. Yeah. My wife was getting gas the other day and the gas pump malfunctioned and it kept running when it wasn't supposed to so I get to pay more for gas, that's fun, right? Yeah. And it overflowed. Well, that's a waste. It's only not wasteful if it stays in the container so that I can use it. But when it pours out, it's wasteful. But that's not the kingdom. The kingdom, it's only wasted if I keep it to myself. It's wasted if I say, no, I don't have the capacity to give this, so I'm going to withdraw it within myself. That's how it's wasted. In the kingdom, the way we receive more is we give it away. Oh, you've made me full, God. Whew. Fullness doesn't, isn't contingent upon how I feel. Yeah. Fullness isn't contingent on what my bank account looks like or what my schedule looks like or how my self-image is right now or my confidence. Well, I'm not really very confident right now. None of that matters. He put the fullness of the kingdom inside of us. What does Matthew five six say? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. filled. <laughs> We do something like really cute in the church. Like we ask God, hey, God, I've become aware of an issue. I've become aware of a deficiency. Would you please come and affect that little area that I'm bringing to your attention? And we think that this really big God can just come and and, and only move in a little bitty spot of our life. When we invite him into our life, all bets are off. He's like my wife, when he goes, she goes to someone's house, she's like, oh, hey, what's this cabinet? What's, what's in this drawer down here? Hey, what's this back room you have closed off like you're trying to tell me not to come back there? This is my wife, she's like all over the place, like, oh, I like this, hey, come show me your me." I'm like, oh my gosh, baby, you, you, you have no boundaries, right? That's the Holy Spirit when we invite him into the house. Hey, what's over here in this corner? Boy, there's some cobwebs, I probably should go over there. He, he doesn't, he doesn't only stay where we think we tell him to stay. He shows up and he fills the place. So right now you may think I'm having a problem with a broken heart and Jesus has been healing my broken heart and that's wonderful. He's been healing your broken heart, but guess what? He's probably been doing some other stuff too. He's probably been healing some other things that you didn't even ask for because he knows what we need. Before we even ask him. But he tells us to ask so that our joy may be. What? (laughs) It's all through the Bible. Full. (laughs) He goes wherever he wants to. Especially if we invite him. Amen. Are y'all okay? There are no empty spaces. So if you feel empty in any area of your life, it's a lie. It is a lie. The enemy has told you a lie. I'm just not a good parent. None of us are good parents. That's the truth, right? (laughs) Our kids are better than we are. Let's just all be honest. They're better than we deserve. I'm just not this. I'm just not that. Stop it. Stop it. If it was based on us, then that would all be true. If it was based on how well we can manage ourselves and our lives, absolutely. We would fail every single time. But Jesus came and said, hey, let me do that for you. Let me fulfill all the requirements of the law. All the things you feel bad about yourself about, let me come and show you how to do it. And then I'll just hand the experience to you. If you just listen, walk with me, I'll teach you how to do it. You don't have to carry this. You don't have to be good enough. I was good enough. This is Jesus speaking to us right now. Just trust him. I love that part of the song today, that we trust you. Like, I will build my life on your love. It is a firm foundation. I will put my trust in you alone. I don't trust in myself. No, come on. I'm a great mess maker. Yeah. <laughs> but man, when we put our trust in him, the Bible says we will not be disappointed. Once not you stand? We're gonna close it out. Poverty is a lie. Poverty is a lie. Lack is a lie. If he said I will supply all of your needs according to my riches and glory through Christ Jesus, then lack is a lie. Emptiness is a lie. Burnout is a lie. I just got to catch my breath. Well, Isaiah tells us what to do. Even youth grow tired and weary. But those who wait on the Lord, you know it, you will renew your strength. You'll mount up with wings like eagles. You will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. This is our heritage. You know, I, Truth. I've been in, in church and doing church for a long time. How many of you? Amen. Doing ministry for a long time. And it's easy to buy into the lie. This is I got nothing left. I got nothing. I got no wisdom. I got no sermons. I got no tricks up the sleeve. Nothing. Like, well, I've been running a family for a long time. I got nothing. We're we're struggling. We're fighting. We're do- stop. Wait on the Lord. Yeah. On. Invite him. Respond in faith. The key to the whole the whole process is I acknowledge I need you. I respond to your authority. I respond to your power. I respond to your majesty. I know you're wise. And I'm responding to you. That is faith that will pull you into an encounter and he will fill you. I believe the Lord is going to fill you today to overflowing. And then when that happens, he's going to expand your capacity. Come on. It's the Isaiah 54. It says, enlarge your tent pegs. Expand your nursery even before you have kids. Why? Because God fills all things. It was, the God, it was God's pleasure, the Father's pleasure, that all the fullness would gel, dwell in Christ and then that Christ would dwell in us, which means the fullness of God dwells in us. So would you say that over yourself? The fullness of God lives in me. Poverty is a lie. Lack is a lie. Weakness is a lie. Emptiness is a lie. So, Father, we ask you now to fill us to overflowing. Yeah. Pour your strength into us. Pour your hope and your joy into us. one more lie. Fullness is not contingent upon your talents and your abilities. We can believe a lie and think we're full because we're good at something. And that can be a lie. Oh man, I'm good at balancing the checkbook and finances. It can be a lie that that is fullness. What if he doesn't want you just to balance your checkbook? What if he wants to make you wealthy? And you're like, well, I only have talents to balance the checkbook. I don't have talents for wealth. It's a lie. And I'm just using that as an easy example. Well, I can handle this thing because I'm good at it or it fits my personality. That does not mean fullness. Fullness is that place where in humility I say, God, I, I have nothing in this area except you even if I'm good at this I ain't got it it's full reliance on him we can only really experience fullness when we say you know what I got nothing I only have you where else would we go Lord And so I want us to pray all of us where you're at pray a prayer of surrender and humility Acknowledge your need for him. Just tell him, I need you, God. I really do. Every victory has been your victory. (laughs) Every breakthrough has been your breakthrough. Every increase is your increase. I need you, God. I acknowledge my need for would fill me up with you Christ in me Christ in me the hope of glory Christ in me the hope of fullness come on we invite you Jesus into our lives we invite you Jesus the Lamb of God the man of sorrows the King of Kings we invite you into our lives Nothing's off limits. No shortcuts. Nothing's off limits, God. We lean into what you're doing in us. God, I pray over everyone here that they would be filled with the fullness of the knowledge of Christ. That Christ would be formed in us. That we would begin to live expressions of fullness in our lives. That you would give us new eyes and new ears that we would face every giant and every opposition through the eyes of fullness instead of through the eyes of lack. I'm such a big baby when I face something I don't know how to do. I'm a big baby. If Mandy was in here, she'd be like, amen. I throw a fit because I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. I can't do it. Ah, I got... Anyway. I almost said it stupid thing but it's all right the Lord's like stop throwing fits stop Jesus change our initial response to obstacles (laughs) turn the light on in our eyes for if our eyes are full of light, our whole body will be full of light. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. You can't compare fullness to someone else's fullness. Your race. Only allow the Holy Spirit to stir up discontentment. Don't let anything else stir it up. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. just pray yeah to close it out would you just bless the person next you just pray over them pray that the fullness of God would live in them we break agreement with a liar who causes us to rely on our own sources (sighs) heal up the places that have seemed empty fill them up right now God Fill them up right now, God, overflowing. You can be trusted, Jesus. Come on. Jesus, you can be trusted. (laughs) to you.